0: Log Talk Radio. i everybody for the 110 Nation Sports Show. I am your host, Mr. CJ Sports. I never got that long into the intro. <laughs> I didn't realize it just ended like that. Uh, so it's the uh, longest intro I've ever done. I was trying to finish up uh, getting a little snack in before the show actually began because I don't like to eat. And I have to make y'all listen to me eat or snack anything while I'm doing the show. So I'm trying to fix that up, run a few minutes behind, as the uh, oldest had soccer this evening. So I was at soccer practice. But glad to be here. Glad to be back. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Um, before I jump into that real quick, I um, want to make sure that uh, – make sure you go follow us on uh, – um, Go follow us on Twitter at 110 Nation. Go like us on Facebook, the 110 Nation Sports. Give my fan page a like, uh, Mr. CJ Sports. You can also follow me on Twitter at CJ Sports. Um, make sure you check out the site, www.the110nationsportsradio.com. Uh, For all the latest, uh, if you guys missed it last night, uh, Race Chat Live did a show, 8 o'clock every Tuesday night. Um, tomorrow night, you got, uh, the Southern Dirt Track Report, make sure you guys don't miss that, 8 o'clock, as, as, all the shows are 8 o'clock, and, uh, Sunday nights, you got the, uh, Jay Dillon, or, yeah, the, yes, Jay Dylan um, show, on Sunday nights, so make sure you guys don't miss that as well. Um, new night for us, Wednesday nights, a couple reasons, um, one, um, I was seen to be rushing, to do shows on Monday night, especially NFL season. This gives me an opportunity when the, as the season starts and, and gets going, as we got a couple of preseason games in. It gives me an opportunity to have a couple of days to kind of recap the NFL and uh, prepare a show. It also gives me a couple more days to go over the NCAA, talk football i um, got a lot to do one person, and uh, don't have anybody do this with me, so I figured that gives me a couple extra days on both of those, a couple extra days for NASCAR to finalize anything, if there's anything on that I want to talk about, um, to help prepare me, and it also leads me into um, Thursday night football. And another big thing is I'm not competing against Monday Night Football. I know it don't necessarily kick off at 8 o'clock. I think it kicks off a little bit after 8 o'clock. But it also prevents me to either, A, compete against the NFL and Monday Night Football where everybody getting everything ready versus listening to a show as they're getting ready for the NFL, uh, Monday Night Football. So we felt tonight would be a better opportunity. Uh, we're hoping this would uh, uh, maybe help boost some ratings. So we'll see how this goes. Plus, the wife and two of the three kids. I'm um, the only one not playing soccer or sports. Period. We're um, at church on Wednesday night, so it kind of gives me a, a empty house, and I don't have to worry about any interruptions, noises, or anything else. On top of that. So kind of a win, 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 situation here. So glad to be back. Between the combination of taking my son back to North Carolina a couple weeks ago, and more so the combination of the severe headaches that had went on for three and a half, four months, to the blood pressure issues, I was almost 200. Over 110, 120, um, everybody that's heard those numbers and to include my doctor talk about that stroke level, um, it was hard to do shows. I, I was taking ibuprofen, Tylenol, anything, getting my hands on every, I don't know, two to three hours around the clock trying to get rid of this headache. Uh, we're, we're still unsure if it's due to the blood pressure being high. Or the blood pressure being high is from the headaches. Um, I have an ENT appointment in October. I have another follow-up in November. I've been to the ER. I've been to the doctors. Um, but that's a big part of why I've not been on, on Monday nights, when well, we do the show on Monday nights. But a big reason I've not been on the air is dealing with headaches and then trying to get sleep because every two, three hours I'm up. What little sleep I was getting before um, you cut it in little hour, two hour segments as I'm trying to battle a headache 24/7 for four months. Um, so anytime I got an opportunity to take naps or go to sleep, I did. Um, I would get off work and fall asleep in the car before I left work. I would go to go to work and fall asleep in the car. And luckily, I would set alarms most mornings. Um, some mornings I didn't um, and, and wake up and. People wondering when I was coming inside. Um, So, yeah, it's been a a rough few months. So, got me on some blood pressure medicine, got me on some allergy medicine, because one doctor thinks it's a sinus infection as well. Some people think it's allergies. Um, And also got me on an antibiotic at this point, so, and nasal spray. So, we'll, we'll see what all comes of this and see what the ENT says and everything else. But glad to be back here tonight. Um, Just wanted to get into the studio, kind of get into a rhythm. Um, Looking forward to be on the Wednesday night slot. Um, Looking forward to the NFL. Um, A couple weeks of preseason, and I, I tell you what, it it's bittersweet when it comes to preseason football. I mean, don't get me wrong, you got preseason football, you know four weeks, we're we're talking football. We're talking all out, full legit, full tackle, NFL football. But then preseason starts, we also know that's four weeks of a bunch of second and third stringers playing grab ass trying to make the roster horrible to watch football. <laughs> um, I made it through one quarter last week of the Browns game, and I was done. I couldn't do it no more. You got all these players complaining about the fact that they got to play 17 games. And, all oh, my season so much longer. Just get rid of two of the damn preseason games. It's, like, beyond horrible to watch. I give you a couple games to figure out what you need to figure out, what players you're going to keep, what players you're going to cut. Honestly, 99% of the players that you all draft or sign, you know whether or not they're going to make your roster or not. I mean, what can Joe Snow show you? Six-round pick playing a bunch of, against a bunch of fifth, sixth, and seventh-round picks that you didn't really know about him. Oh, wow, he wowed me. He was the best six-round player out there. Either you're going to sign him or you're not going to sign him. Like, there's nothing that Joe Joe Blow out there could do uh, against a bunch of second, third practice squad players is it, going to do it to impress you enough to, I can't believe we ain't signed him yet. I can't believe we even thought about cutting him. Look how phenomenal he's out there. He is He is tearing the field up against a bunch of players that are not going to make any roster this year. Now, come on. And it's basically what we got to watch with the Browns. Yeah, they were so horrible to watch. And then the, uh, Philadelphia Eagles, sorry-ass offense when I'm down the field on them. All I can think to myself is I hope I hope none of our players get hurt. I hope all our stars make it through the entire season. We gotta start relying on the second, third, four string players, we are not going anywhere. Oh, I know. It's it's debatable whether or not we're gonna go anywhere anyway, which kinda of leads me into the the next segment of the show. I am so glad. I mean, like to the fifteenth level, so glad that they finally decided on some kind of punishment for Sean Watson. like this this being drug out and this whole well we're we're going to hire an independent person because nobody's happy that I am judge, jury, and executioner and then you hire somebody to hand out the penalties or hand out the, the the suspensions or stuff, then you don't agree with it, so then you're back to being exactly what you hired her to be so you're not the, the, the judge or an executioner to and ultimately at the end of the day that you end up doing it anyway. Like, what was the whole point of this whole process? What was the whole point of this agreement? What was the whole point of you allowing her to even put out any kind of suspension, the six games that she put out there, like that was, that was the probably the most idiotic thing and process I think we've ever gone through in, in everything that we've gone through with Roger Goodell and the Horna NFL. But even more so, the whole Deshaun Watson thing. It freaking kills me. It kills me listening to all these people. These people that are so appalled, these people that are so disgusted. I'm not here to defend what Sean Watson did or didn't do, what he may have done or may not have done. At this point, there's like really no solid proof. Like there, there's no video. There's no. There's just much of here. He said, she said, back and forth. Accusations and, and Denials It's like, where we're at at this point And I'm not saying he didn't do anything wrong I am saying That he was a grown ass man Propositioning Grown ass women And some of them Took the extra money And gave happy endings Some of them didn't some of them didn't get paid as well as others and are pissed off about it. Some of them didn't take it and are offended by it. At the end of the day, he didn't sexually assault anybody. At the end of the day, he didn't rape anybody. At the end of the day, he just proposed that he wanted more than just a massage and whether or not they took offense to that or took offense to they didn't get paid as much. There's no way you're going to convince me that most of those, or at least a good portion of those women, didn't know. Hey, if the Watson's squad calls, hey, they're going to pay you extra money, but they're wanting to, they're they're expecting a happy ending scenario. They didn't put themselves in that predicament knowing that that was what was going to happen. But I'm not here to defend or or shoot down what he did because at the end of the day it's all speculation. There's no absolute proof. It's them against or them against him and what he did or may not did. Like I said, I'm not delusional. Think that he wasn't offering the money and wasn't taking happy endings. But I guarantee these same people that are so appalled. That are that are so. Oh, I, I'm so disgusted in what Deshaun Watson did. I guarantee that they, they, they have no problem turning on a Tom Hanks movie, or turning on, or, or watching so and so, or voting for so and so. Yeah, you remember Tom Hanks, that the same sicko that visited Epstein Island on a, on a quite regular basis. So we're supposed to be all appalled and offended and disgusted by what Deshaun Watson did with grown-ass women who willingly knew most of them and weren't forced to be there and could deny it. Maybe was not uh, pleased with the fact that they were offered that opportunity or uh, offended that they were propositioned the way they were. But these people are not offended by the fact that these grown-ass men, actors, politicians, whatever field they were in, frequently flew to an island that a bunch of underage females held against their will were required and expected to perform sexual acts with these grown men. Like, are you kidding me? Are you freaking kidding me? Like I, I don't get this whole this whole logic of thinking. Like I I listen to these people. I can't believe that, you know I can't believe that I guarantee you probably have multiple Tom Hanks movies in your in your library. I guarantee you've watched a Tom Hanks movie last year. You probably watched the recent most recent Tom Hanks movie to come out. But you have no issue with what he did. And he was he was pinpointing going back and forth. Okay, we can we can play the whole. He said, she said. We ain't stupid. Just like we ain't stupid, there's a good chance that you know Deshaun Watson offered his people. I never deny that Deshaun Watson didn't offer of age women an opportunity to make more money. Whether it was right or wrong, I'm not arguing whether or not what he did was right. But we're not going to use the same logic. The same he said, she said, the same brain waves. Wow, Tom Hanks, one of the most frequent flyers to Epstein Island. A bunch of underage women that was required to perform sexual acts. No, Tom Hanks is innocent, but Deshaun Watson, there's no doubt he's guilty. He's a football player. He is the guiltiest of guilty. Even Tom Hanks, even though Tom Hanks flew the country why all this was kind of exposed in the first place, got the hell out of Dodge. John Watson just stayed here, signed with the team, stayed in Cleveland. Like, y- y'all kill me with this. Like, y'all, some type of fe- offended that a black football player gets to play football. He has to make $230 million Because he propositioned Or somebody propositioned And I guarantee the proposition happened Before they were invited out there Hey, you know Something comes up Why don't you treat it like a sprinkler Make it squirt Like, you know Whatever the hell went I don't care That thing is right But you're all up in arms about this But you got people like Tom Hanks who willingly loaded up on a plane, went to an island, underage girls, probably didn't pay a dime for it, support him, he's made more than $230 million. Like, do you guys not understand the backwards logic of all this? I can't cle- believe the Cleveland Browns I can't believe anybody would buy his jersey I can't believe anybody would buy Tom Hanks' damn movies I can't believe anybody would go to uh, the theater and watch a movie that Tom Hanks is in, stars, or anything else in At least Sean Watson was doing what he was doing with overage girls that had the willingness to either do it or not do it whether they were offended or not is a whole other question I can't believe that you support Tom Hanks. I went to a movie with a bunch of underage girls that were forced to do or were told to do things against their will. I mean, we're going to keep it one hundred now. At least at this point, the Browns know what their their future is. At least the Browns know that they're going to have to spend the the first 11 games, 12 weeks with the bye, um, without Deshaun Watson. At least they know that Deshaun Watson will have the opportunity, whether or not he'll start or not, opportunity to start against the Houston Texans in his return, ironically enough. I don't know what's more ironic. In fact, that Baker Mayfield is starting for the Carolina Panthers in week one against Cleveland, which I'd give anything to see Jacoby Brissett and the Cleveland Browns beat Baker Mayfield week one against the Carolina Panthers, I think that would just be hysterical. Um, And it's a good possibility. It's not like I'm saying this like it's a far-fetched idea. That running back duel, the addition of Mari Cooper – that wide receiving core, the uh, tight end core, uh, core, the fact that we have one of the best offensive lines, one of the best defense, there's no reason why. Oh, God, geez, that kicker, he ain't missing nothing. There's no reason why we can't beat the Carolina Panthers. There's no reason why we can't beat the Carolina Panthers with Josh Rosen or Josh Dobbs. Say what, Josh Dobbs has had a pretty good uh, preseason. But once again, he's the second third string quarterback, so of course it's going to look like he has a good preseason. Maybe that's why Roger Goodell stepped in. Oh no, I done had this all set. I, I, I knew Mayfield, or I, I, I put it and uh, pushed it forward for Carolina to get in Mayfield. I don't know how true, you know, how well that worked. But I, I made sure that, uh, well I made sure that Deshaun Watson's return is against Houston. Maybe that was his whole, his whole thinking. I don't know. But it's not like it's a far-fetched idea that. The, uh, the, the Cleveland Browns really and, and a lot of people are talking It's Like all of a sudden the Browns are out of the playoffs All of a sudden the Browns is, Y'all do realize like Chicago percent like a 500 quarterback 62% Almost 62% completion 23 to 9 ratio Touchdown and interception With The sorry Indianapolis Colts not a team that has the best running back tandem in the entire NFL. Not with one of the best offensive lines in the entire NFL. Not with one of the best defenses in the entire NFL. And not with the receiving core that we have compared to theirs. So if Jacoby Brissett was able to go 523-9 ratio and six almost 62% with a sorry team... You don't think that Jacoby Brissett could handle to ma- manage to handle um leading the Browns in eleven games to a sixty or seventy percent winning percentage? Would well, Deshaun Watson co system into the playoffs. I mean, we might not be in conference or uh division um, or, or conference. Or no division. Division-winning form, you know, by any stretch of the imagination. But there's no reason we're not in a serious contention for a wild card. I mean, what do we got to do? You got the Steelers, who I think are still uncertain of the quarterback situation. And until Baltimore gets a quarterback that actually can throw the ball, ain't really worried about that. And Cincinnati, well, we had a fluke here. It happens, what, once every 20 years the, the, the Bengals make it the Super Bowl? All right, we good for a while. Bengals are going to suck again. Not worried about that either. There's no reason that we won. There's really no reason we couldn't win the division. But there's no reason we can't slide in as a wild card. None of those teams are that serious of a threat that we could not find ourselves getting a wild card opportunity. But like I said, it just blows my mind that I got to listen day in and day out Even people close to my circle Talk about Deshaun Watson Talk about how sick of a person he is Talk about how disgusted they are And, and watch a show after show after show Watching Undisputed Watching the Rich Eisen show Watching just different shows And listen to them talk How disgusted they are I'm not going to defend the man I don't know what he did or didn't do. Well, right now, word is all he said, she said still. There's like, no actual evidence of anything other than just word them out. Yes, I understand Houston made some payoffs, and he was willing to pay off. So, yeah, i am be willing to bet, yes, he wanted some happy endings. My thing is, it's with grown women – that had the right to choose Most of them knew what they were getting into Most of them were got around Hey, Deshaun Watson needs a, uh, a masseuse Hey, he's willing to pay extra money to, to get extra things Whether or not they froze in the moment decide against him in the moment Or whatever the case, I don't know But I guarantee These same people that are on these TVs And, and talking all this stuff And the people in the same circle I have the same argument in my house every Every time this conversation gets brought up Whereas the same disgust against someone like Tom Hanks, who went to Epstein Island on multiple occasions, Tom Hanks, one of the most frequent flyers to Epstein Island, where there was underage girls put in situations to do unforespeakable things, didn't really have an option. But there's not the same disgust. Like I, I just, I don't get it. Like, I really just a lost the words to why it, it is one standard for Deshaun Watson, and it's a different standard for someone like Tom Hanks. Why it's one standard for a, a, a black quarterback in the NFL, and it's a different standard for a white actor. Like, I, I don't I, – I, I still don't understand. John Gruden, I'll tell you what, he's rough as feathers. The NFL just wants him to to to, to basically uh, shut up and settle. Um, I, I'll never agree with things that has been said that he has said and emails that have came out. But... one of those things you you don't you don't put the dirt out there if you got dirt yourself and that's where the NFL has found themselves you know what we're going to be all offended by what you said and John Green was like alright do what you got to do but remember all those emails you sent me <laughs> remember what you sent me, you sent me and you sent me and you sent me and you sent me and what you said what conversations we've had and what I got you. (laughs) This has turned into one ugly mess for the NFL. Uh, It's... It's uh, another one of those things. It just blows my mind how Two-Face and everything else everybody hits when it comes to... Um, I got to see some posts this weekend And, and it's it funny It's like It's like people don't understand What preseason is I was reading a post And I was With them boys Look at us I had, They won like 42 to something There was some ridiculous score And went on This is why we're going to Super Bowl this year This is why this is our year This is that and the other and before I even got to the comments, I was like, "It's preseason. Like, do I need to replay my calendar? Did I did I miss something? Did I, did I miss four weeks of preseason, or are we in? Are we a week? I might say one or two, because those things happen in week one or two as well. Like, are are we like week seven, eight in the NFL? They are winning forty-two to something, or whatever the score was." No, we're like week one or week two of the NFL pre pre season. And then I read the comments. <laughs> you got cowboy fans, like look. <laughs> He's to speak for the rest of us. Another one talking about this is why us cowboy fans get a bad name and all this other stuff. Like they were quick <laughs> to put him on his own island somewhere. Um like I said earlier, I, I'm, not a fan of the, I'm not a fan of the preseason. Honestly, you know, and I, I'm tired of hear, hearing players complain, oh, we've got to play 17 games now, blah, 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 blah. You know, it's funny growing up and, and watching football in the 80s and 90s and you watch a bunch of grown-ass men go to OTAs and go to practice where it was full contact, like you, you had to work for your position, not this flag football or two-hand touch they do now. And then your four preseason games were actual full contact do or die kind of situation. You're gonna make this team, you're not gonna make this team. Not this okay, week one of preseason we're gonna play one we're gonna play one series. Week two, we're not even playing. Week three, uh probably not gonna play again. And week four of the preseason, you might get a couple series out of me. That's all playing in the in the preseason. I don't know if the players today NFL could even even make it in the NFL in the eighties and nineties. I don't physically. I don't know. But don't be wrong. They they big and strong. Aaron Donald is a, a freak. But the physical demand of football when I grew up versus the football now is completely different. And all week done practice, you're walking, you're showing up in tank tops and shorts. You ain't touching each other. You're just kind of going through the motions. I played football for three years, third, fourth, fifth grade. know it's not a great comparison. Comparison? But we were more physical than that. We never had a day that you just showed up in shorts and a tank top, and that's the extent of practice. I think the the most relaxed it was is if you – we didn't have our pads yet, and you showed them in helmet the first day or two until you got the rest of your padding or the rest of your uniform. That was like the extent of no contact, no pads, no hitting, no nothing. To listen to these players complain that they got to play seventeen games. Like I said, you're of in some of these preseason games. Honestly, what needs to happen is you should have shortened the season, made it three preseason to have that seventeen. So we're still playing the same amount of games, twenty games in total. And eventually, you just need to work out one more preseason game, and then it'd be two preseason games and an eighteen eighteen game season. Let's play eighteen mean, meaningful games versus. What we've been doing in the past before it was sixteen now and seventeen with four meaningless games, like what's the point of having four meaningless games going on when we we could add one more game that actually means something, people actually want to see I had an opportunity this weekend if i if I didn't really need the money and need to work to say if I wasn't so highly invested in the stock and crypto market, it was supposed to be real and uh didn't need a dash second job there um, to fulfill my stock and crypto needs, as that's my ultimate retirement plan. That's going to give me my opportunity to be doing this twenty four seven. Especially when we get rid of uh, Brandon and I have an, eye and the market turns around, I would have gone to Cleveland. I would have made a three four hour drive. What it was, you could have bought preseason tickets for five bucks. That tells you how meaningless, how worthless, how irrelevant these games are. I think it was only like 20, 30 bucks to get tickets right up on the sidelines. Look at about $5 tickets. Honestly, if the wife would have told me ahead of time, like other than the day before, I would have made arrangements. I would have done what I had to do so I didn't have to dash on Sunday. I would have got up first thing in the morning. I would have had me a $5 ticket, and I would have went to the Cleveland Browns game. I would have. I have not been to the Cleveland Stadium since they went to the new stadium. My last time I went to a Browns game um, was before they, uh, they they went away, what, 95? They played Jacksonville. Last time. Um had an opportunity. We actually had tickets to the year, uh, so had been 2020 season, uh, we ended up beating Washington, but it was the Washington came to Cleveland. Uh, we had tickets for that game and COVID shut that down. We couldn't go to the game. Uh, that is something we want to do. The wife and I both go to uh, Cleveland, to a Cleveland game. Now we have been to Browns games. Um, unfortunately, they've been here in Cincinnati. Fortunately, the Browns have won, I think two out of three anyway. um, and this Saturday, we're actually going to a Cincinnati game. We're going to Cincinnati, um, Pixar, or, I'm sorry, Cincinnati, uh, St. Louis, as her father is a Cincinnati fan. So, we're going to that game um, this Saturday. I'm going to the Wayne game, Friday Night Football. Glad to see the Wayne train. Woo-woo! Back in full effect. Uh, if you don't know about the Wayne, Wayne train, you need to get on board. Um, last couple of years, the last three or four years, new coach has been rough. Uh, they got rid of the coaches. It was actually good. Won some champion, state championships. Um, I think the last one we won was probably when Braxton Miller was there. Um, but uh, looking forward to Friday Night Lights this week. Of course, I'll be talking about that next Wednesday night. And then obviously, obviously I'll be talking about the uh, Cincinnati game. Um, but yeah, going out to the uh, Cincinnati um stadium saturday Saturday evening to catch that as well um but yeah uh, if i had if I had known ahead of time that I could have got tickets for five dollars, um I would have been in Cleveland Stadium Sunday morning or the sunday um one o'clock game and caught the Browns live you know it was a boring game. Probably would have been pissed off. I drove all the way out there to watch the garbage they put on the field. Um, pray to God that we don't got to go to second and third, fourth string players because it's going to be an ugly year if that happens. Uh, but I, I would have went up there. I, I have not visited that stadium. I have not had an opportunity to experience all that. Um, life will be different once this market turns around, once we get an actual president in there that knows what the hell he's doing. I'm looking forward to that. I have spent the last two or three years highly investing into the uh, stock market so that I have an opportunity to uh, do this full time um, and and put on some more shows and really get the 110 Nation where it needs to be in a building with writers and everything else, Um, but also be able to just eventually walk away from the real job. Um, if I got dash a couple days a week, that's fine for extra spitty, buddy, whatever I got to do, but um, I want this the stock market, really be the only things that I got to focus on the rest of my life, and so I, I door dash on the side, all my bonuses, everything for the last year, two years at this point, um, has been invested into the market, and so Got your good days and bad days, uh, with the market being at all times low. There's been a lot of bad days lately, but it'll eventually turn around, so I'm not sweating. Um, like I said, last night, race chat live. Uh, Chris, Chaz we're in the studio. Put on a hell of a show. Uh, tomorrow night, Southern Dirt Track Report, 8 o'clock. <laughs> you guys don't miss that. I think Chris and Taz will be in the studio with the guys over there at the uh, Southern Dirt Chat Report. Sunday night, 8 o'clock, the uh, Jay Dillon Show. Um, Great time there as well, so looking forward to that. And, of course, the uh, new night for the 110 Nation Sports Show, uh, 8 o'clock right here, Wednesday nights. Glad to be back here. I was able to get uh, Wednesday night picks for uh, Thursday our picks on Wednesday night for the upcoming week, so looking forward to that in a couple weeks. Uh, have an opportunity, like I said, to recap the NFL. Gives me a couple of days to uh, prepare for that, a couple of days to prepare um, for, uh, talk about NCAA, NCAA, my Ohio State Buckeyes. So just a lot of things I get an opportunity to do. Um, get a couple more days to prepare for. Talk about the NBA when it rolls back around. Uh, baseball, got a game, final game of the season. You know, I've been to, uh, this to be my 11th game. Um, I did buy one ticket. So it should have been my 12th, but I was sick one week. So I missed a game there as well. So 11th game of the season. We're renegotiating or refiguring our uh, season tickets for next year. Um, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that the, uh, the ex-sister-in-law decides that she wasn't, doesn't want tickets to be a part of it. So my mother and I can split 33 games versus splitting it three ways so I get a few more games in. Um, if not, hopefully the partner turns back around enough that I can buy some more games and uh, go to some more games. Um, but I uh, love going to Dayton Dragon games. They are a uh, high A um, uh, farm of the uh, Cincinnati Reds don't have a major league baseball team, um, things. They're no longer being an Indian team. So, um, Hey, it's a, it's a quick 10 minute drive and cheap tickets and a great stadium and, um, a lot of history there. So I enjoy myself there. Uh, like I said, don't forget to, uh, like us on Facebook, the One Ten nation sports, as we're uh, starting to spend more time on Facebook and get that all taken care of and uh, get that updated. Follow us on Twitter at the One Ten Nation. Um, Got to thank uh, Carolina Sports Plus. It's a great, great. Great things going on for Mario over there at Carolina Sports Plus. Glad to have them as a marketing partner. Got their own store, commercials, videos, a lot. Website www.carolinasportsplus.com. A lot of great things going on there for Carolina Sports Plus, and just glad to be affiliated with them. Glad to have them as our lar- longest marketing partner, and uh, looking forward to many, 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 many more years with uh, Carolina Sports Plus. Um going to get things wrapped up as uh God damn, I was running late with soccer practice and everything else, so I gotta get everything wrapped up. Uh three o'clock comes early in the morning. Uh, I wanna thank everybody for uh, tuning in. Don't forget you guys can catch all the shows over at W the one ten nation sports uh sports Net radio. The W the one ten nation sports radio network dot com. You can also uh catch all our shows on uh, um, the replays on all our shows anyway. On iHeartRadio, Spotify, um, iTunes, Spreaker, um, Google Podcasts, Ditcher, um, Savion, Podcast Ditcher, Savion, Podcasts, Addicts, Deezer, Podchaser, and YouTube. Um, all the shows get syndicated over there. Or if you just go to the 110 nation Sports Radio Network, you can get all the shows there, um, tabs that will send you over those links. Um, or if you, like say, if you download the apps, like I got iHeartRadio, Spotify, um, Spreaker, YouTube, but a couple other of these on my phone, so I catch them that way as well. Um, but I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. Um, Don't forget tomorrow night, Southern Dirt Chat Report, 8 o'clock. I'll be back here next Wednesday night, 8 o'clock for the 110 Nation Sports Show. So next time. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.